genre. Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we introduce the fighters of Rocky II, 202 pounds at a time. I'm Doug. And I'm Jason. And we're rounding off the week with our good pal, Pete Mummert. Thanks for joining us, Pete. Thanks. Good to be here. Yeah, man. It's good to have you. The true master of disaster. Pete Mummert, the master of disaster. (laughs) But not in the good sense. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, I think we could all claim that title at, at <laughs> any given moment. <laughs> uh, today we're knocking out minute 100, which begins with all time and ends with the great fighting city of Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, minute 100. So it's a uh, landmark. No, that's not a yeah. monumental minute. Monumentous. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting the triple digits. Yeah, it's a big moment. Mm, yeah. I think this might be the last Rocky movie where we do hit the 100 minute mark. Oh, yeah. I remember one of those being really short. Yep. I think, yeah, four is like 86 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, our seasons will be shorter. Yeah. More time for family. How would would you guys climb into the ring? Would you you just crawl through the top and rope and the rope below it? Or would you do some kind of hop over? Oh, man. Can you imagine going to hop over and then you get your foot caught? The the threat of that enough, yeah, <laughs> it, it, you know, will make me climb through. <laughs> what about the old time wrestlers would would just like step over the top rope? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I'm not, not quite tall enough. <laughs> that would be the way to go, though. If I could, if I if I had my choice, I would do the step over. Yeah. When I was um young, I I thought I could run and and hurdle a fence. Like, it was Uh like a chain link fence, so it wasn't that high. I didn't make it to the fence. I tripped before it and and hit my head on it, and I had to go to the emergency room and busted my forehead open. Oh, man. I I, I didn't even get to the point where you're supposed to jump. Like, I tripped. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to say, I used to run track, and I used to run the hurdles, and the only time I ever got a standing ovation from the entire stadium was when I fell on the second hurdle and like face planted <laughs> and I still got up and finished the race and they're just like the feel sorry for you oh. cheer. <laughs> it's like my my crowning moment of high school sports. Now how were the rest of the hurdles? Were they you know, like you're just going through the motions? Yeah, you're you just actually- kinda like you know, you kinda like sit down and kinda slide over one or you kinda <laughs> 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 you push one down and just yeah, walk over it. Exactly. No, no, it doesn't nothing, matter at that point. Right. <laughs> nothing is funnier in sports than people messing up on hurdles. <laughs> like, that's the, the the funniest like sports blooper type of thing. People mess up on hurdles is hysterical. And it, when you mess up on one, it's tough to recover and, and yeah. yell. At you. Yeah. There, there's like a chain reaction because like maybe you'll, your foot will hit the first one, but that, <laughs> that'll all go down. It, th- it throws your whole stride off, uh-huh. right? So yeah. then you know you, you hit the second one a little worse, and then the one after that is the one you just because that's yeah. a, hurdles right is over. the thing where you got to get you got to get in that you got to get your stride just right, and then like once you get it perfect, you're good. And yeah. if you mess that up, you're finished. Yeah, because it's all you got like the two steps between each hurdle or whatever you know. I don't even remember anymore. Like the exact number of steps between each hurdle, and you got to plant the right place every time. And it's yeah, you get out of that, and you're just you might as well just walk and mm-hmm. gingerly climb over each one. And the really good ones is is like you're 
your sight line never changes, right? Mm-hmm. You're just running and then lifting your legs up to go over the yeah. hurdles. Yeah. 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 Like those 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 amaze me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, I was always like looking up over the top of the hurdle and <laughs> <laughs> you put your hands on it to do like the alley-oop over it <laughs> there's there's a guy in the background and i you guys i'm assuming i'm gonna have to take this one on faith there's a guy wearing a, a ted Hendricks raiders jersey number 83 in the background what the background. lots of lots of good california sports stuff here in oh i see i see the 80 oh, is that is well, I guess California. It has Where to be. A, a I, well, I, yeah, it, it, the Rams at the time had that, like they had the yellow circles yellow. That went around the sleeves. So I think it had to be the Raiders. It's a good call. The look on Apollo's face during his introduction, when they're when he's just starting at second. Well, first there's Gazo and this cute little girl, mm-hmm. right? And then second we have Adrian. I guess we shouldn't talk about this yet. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going through the whole minute. Minute 54. <laughs> We're not ready for what I'm talking about yet. I The wide shots here, we got one early on, like second seven. Jay, I'm still in the early part of the minute. Second six and seven. Are they, are they just do, like, like, I love these wide shots because you really get, get a scope of, of what you're dealing with here. But are they doing this now to show you that the arena is full of people? Like uh, unlike last fight, you know what though? If you, if you pause it right between second three and four, you can see that half of the arena is empty. Like you can look up and see the, all the empty seats when Apollo's climbing into the ring. It's just a kind of a split second shot. I don't know. I'm looking at a wide shot, and there's oh the t- oh the top. Uh, could that just be like the light kind of blocking it out? No. Well, I guess in my high resolution. Oh. <laughs> right, right, right. When Apollo grabs the the, is it the turnbuckle, the pole, or is that the thing on the top of the pole? Yeah, when when he when he goes when from he puts the both floor. hands around the pole, yeah, you, you can see all the empty seats, like you can up in the upper deck. Yeah, maybe those are pickup shots. Yeah, or maybe they just didn't fill up the you know all the arena like they because they they show most of the fight from the same either pointing one direction or if they're pointing the other direction they have a kind of a low oh, angle yeah. shot. So maybe. maybe just that upper deck, that, that one side they didn't fill. But they, like at seven, like the, the camera pulls out, like right before it cuts to Paulie and Adrian at, at second seven. Yeah, but see, then 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 you're you're back looking the other direction. Right, so maybe they only filled on one side of yeah. the arena. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, I'd have to say we, we uh, Jason and I were talking about Jason would want a hype man. Mm-hmm. I would want I would want the exact opposite. Like you I would want, want a guy man. that walks in places in front of me and just be like, lower your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the spotlight, do you, Pete? No, and I, especially like <laughs> I would not want a guy up there yelling that I'm the master of disaster, the best of all time. Because <laughs> no matter what happens after that, I'm not living up to it. <laughs> You want a guy to like walks behind you when, when you walk in, everybody's like, oh, look, Pete's here. And a guy just goes, eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eh. Yeah. No big deal. Who cares? Calm down. Everybody relax. <laughs> <laughs> at second 11, when we're looking at uh, Raiders jersey guy in the background, uh-huh. you got. Pete's- I have no Raiders jersey guy in the background, second 11. Are you- Number There's 80. no crowd shot at second 11. Really? What? Oh, like second 13. 12, 13. But I'm looking, like right when they cut from Paulie and Adrian back to the ring, 
Uh, yeah. You notice Al Savani's still chewing on those Q-tips? And what the minute are we on? A 100? Oh my god, I'm watching I'm watching 101. <laughs> it's wrong. It's a wrong minute. At second 11 and 101 there's They're no like second 13. Oh my god, I'm watching the wrong minute. But Al Savani still does Yeah, does he's the, good uh, he does the wave off. He waves off like cuz Duke is dancing around with the belt. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Ah, shove it up your ass." So all that stuff I tried to talk about before about how Apollo looks when they're announcing whatever, that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> I like that none of us caught it anyway. Scratch that. No, I was like agreeing with him. Yeah, okay, crazy guy. Someone's got a sign that says, Our Hero. Where are we at here? Uh, that same, wide shot? Same with the Raiders shot. The Raiders, same with the Ted Hendricks guy. And there's a guy with a homemade Rocky shirt, T-shirt. What? How are you seeing this? Are you guys looking at a full screen? I'm not even looking at the right minutes. I mean, I'm on the computer. <laughs> Are you watching it on a HD TV? A 70 inch? No, just my laptop. But I, I, oh, I'm our watching, hero. I I'm watching it. it on Amazon, not like a copied version. Okay, so it might be HD. Yeah. But yes, I see the Our Hero. I see it. And then off to the far left, there's a guy with like a homemade Rocky t shirt. It's got like Is, a fist oh, coming some. at you or something. Like a yellow see. shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's true. Good eye. Eagle eye Pete over here. <laughs> the greatest of all time, everybody. Pete Mom. Oh, no, no, don't say that. <laughs> Let's get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, to me, I think one of the most fun jobs in making a movie would have to be the guy that just puts the background stuff in. Yeah. You can really load it up with Easter eggs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And jokes and all kinds of stuff. But again, I wonder, is that a production guy or is that just... People, uh, you know, them saying show up in in support of Rocky. Yeah, well, I I, I, know I mentioned earlier this week, like they filmed this movie when I was in college, Blue Chips, on our college campus. That. Oh, it was Blue Chips. Oh, that was a yeah. movie. There? Yeah, you oh, okay. mentioned it, but you didn't say the movie. And I know, I know, people like were making crazy cut. Like some guy I knew cut a basketball in half and made it into a hat and painted like <laughs> the name of the Shaquille O'Neal's team on it. it. Like, so people were going crazy. So I wonder if the people did that here too. Like they brought their own. Their own flair to it. Yeah, you really. Okay. I mean, you leave it up to to the fans. You can really have some interesting right. ideas yeah. Yeah. that even a production person wouldn't think of. You oh, would have of, to. Some of you might want to. Yeah, you, like nowadays, <laughs> not. Yeah. yeah, you would have to check them all. If yeah. You were coming yeah. In. <laughs> like, yeah, or else you end up like the uh, the guy in Team Wolf that pulls his dick out at the end. Does <laughs> it happen? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> It's kind of amazing that doesn't happen more in in movies with all these extras in them. I know. I could just get rid of it. Yeah, that's a really bad editing job, the guy that left that in. <laughs> it's a whole thing on the internet. Look it up. Google it. Really? I'm part of the... I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> so the announcer points out how serious and determined Apollo looks and then says Rocky doesn't look as confident as he might. Again, they're they're just taking these opportunities to kind of bring Rocky down a peg. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah. Bullying. Yeah. But we got good guy Paulie and Adrian watching on TV. Would you be more nervous being Rocky or being Adrian? I'd be more nervous being Rocky leaving Paulie in charge of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be thinking about that the, the entire fight. <laughs> do you think Paulie's nervous or do you think he's just enjoying his sandwich and his beer and his? he doesn't care? Uh, he doesn't really have a dog in the fight. So, I, I mean, he wants Rocky to win, sure, but I don't think... It's uh, you know, as life changing as yeah. it would be for him. So he's kind of just enjoying a fight night. Yeah, 
Adrian from second thirty six thirty eight when they pan to her and she just has that nervous look on her face. Uh huh. That's how I've been sitting here looking out the window the whole time watching the snow pile up, and I, <laughs> and I have to drive home. Still, I told you yeah, I would have walked you through my, with doing it my face me. the entire time I've been here. It's not that bad. Yeah. Well, got, they got, got they already plowed the street. I still got time. Mm-hmm. Parkway should be okay. Sure. <laughs> anyway, Master of Disaster is one of his nicknames. Yeah, that's been now in Rocky Four. Okay, he goes, the announcer goes through a litany Mm -hmm. of nicknames for Apollo Creed. Now, this is proved to be Apollo's last professional fight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, does he already have all those nicknames prior to this, but he only picked Master of Disaster for a, because he doesn't want to oversell it? I think he, yeah. He means business this, sorry, was that me? Um, I think that, uh, I think they brought everything down for this fight especially so I think these are nicknames he probably accrued throughout his career and because mm-hmm. that was an exhibition and stuff they brought them all out part right. of the show or whatever where this he's kind of like keeping it simple let's just get the business yeah. get this underway yeah okay so Apollo goes up to Rocky now that this would also be in, in a big contrast to that passage from the book that I read earlier right, right. When, when he tells me you're going down mm-hmm. you know this, this is a moment between just them as was that little moment that I read earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you're saying like there's nothing personal, I'm just out here to win, and now you're going to talk tough in in like another personal moment, it would contra- contradict one another, I think. Mm. Interesting. Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, I, this would totally contradict that other one. Yeah, I agree with him. Yeah. Almost. But do you think do you think Apollo just misreads Rocky here by trash talking? Because it seems like this is actually playing into Rocky's strength. What the uh, like Apollo- the, that Apollo Creed's trying to basically intimidate him, and he's trying to. I mean, he might be a little bit, but he's he's making himself the bad guy, mm. and he's making Rocky, you know, like dig deeper maybe into that well than he might have otherwise. I think this goes to we had talked about this once before about something Mike Tyson always said that like um uh, that uh you know Mike Tyson always says like he he won the fight before it even started like he yeah. beat you before the fight even yeah. began just by the yeah. way he came in the way he acted Mike Tyson did a little differently though he just did with that stare you know he was yeah. just he didn't say anything he didn't do any of this showboating but I think guys like Muhammad Ali and what Apollo Creed is trying to do here is is like the showmanship they want you to think like that they're so confident that they're so that they're unbeatable and they know it and that that confidence is going to spoil over, uh, spill over into the fight and that they're going to you know beat you so I think it's trying to psych you out. You know, everybody does it differently. But you think anyone ever comes in and they're like, "Hey, I- I'm probably going to lose." Hey, <laughs> and then and then the, you're like overconfident, and then you be, can beat them. Maybe if you see how angry your opponent is, like you go in confident, mm-hmm. and then he comes up to you and says, "You're going down," or like Mike Tyson with the the glare from across the ring, you 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 take that guy's confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take his soul. Mm, <laughs> little David Goggins. Talk. Yeah. Or at least, I mean, sometimes maybe it works, but sometimes I guess it doesn't. At least you're going to try it. Well, it also could be like a way they get themselves hyped up. Maybe that's how Apollo yeah, gets hyped up for the fight true. is just dancing around, jumping around, shit talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mickey tells him not to let it bother him. And Rocky says, wouldn't it bother you? <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey, he can't, you know, can't hide it anymore. He's like, yeah. That's a, <laughs> yeah. That's a great, that's, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the movie is that little interchange right there. Yeah. Wouldn't it bother you? They have a lot of good... Um, yeah, easy yeah. for you to say, Mick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was Mick... Was Mick a, a, a... Did he win titles? 
I don't think he ever won a title. I don't know. Jay. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. I know he, he refers to his boxing career. Uh-huh. Let's see. And there's got to be somebody somewhere in, in Rocky, the Rocky verse that has Mickey's <laughs> professional record. I'm just curious, like, how Mickey's looking at this. Like, is he kind of in the same space as Rocky is, or does he know what it takes to win a championship? Uh, according to the bio of Mickey Goldmill, he had a spectacular record of 72-1 and one with 70 by way of knockout, which incidentally was a much better record than his famed protege, Rocky Balboa, who had a myriad of losses prior to facing wow. Apollo Creed. Hmm. So did, was he like a featherweight, or did he shrink a lot? Uh, I, I think he was you shrink when you get old. I, think was, <laughs> I don't think he was by any means a lightweight. Maybe he just looks small next to Rocky. He retired in 1947. Um, it doesn't say anything about wins. Uh, I mean, about uh, belts. Mm-hmm. J.C. Penny. <laughs> He's a Sansa belt man. No, they talk about him knocking Guinea Russell out of the ring. Yeah. Nothing about titles, but yeah, seventy-two and one—that's an incredible record. Yeah, I mean it's fictional, so it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> anyway. But the ring announcer calls for everyone's attention and welcomes people to the Philadelphia Spectrum, mm-hmm. and the crowd goes wild. You know, for the hometown venue, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> and this is their main event of the evening. So, I was there any undercard fights? No. I don't think so. I don't. No. 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 Yeah, like were people fighting while Rocky was at church? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like they call it the main event. Would you have a main event if it's the only yeah. event? <laughs> they call it the main event. This is the only event of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very good. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, but you know, we touched upon it earlier too about how now, like the main event would start well after midnight on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and here it is, like, I don't know, what, 8 o'clock? Uh, if it was 8 o'clock prime time in Las Vegas, we're, we're getting towards midnight. Yeah, this is, if this were 8 o'clock in Philadelphia, this would be, I mean, it's going to be 5 o'clock. o'clock here in California. It'd be an early, yeah. early fight. Early fight, right? It would never have that. But I wonder, wonder how many, wonder. like, undercards typically fight on a, you know, big pay-per-view event like this. Five, maybe four. I Jay, you don't know. How angry would you be if you were like in an undercard fight, and you had worked your way up to fight the champ, and then this guy who hasn't done anything at all is fighting right. <laughs> like the main event? Yeah. Yep. All the uh, contending fights are yeah down below. Yeah. At like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would. I think that's a lot of the animosity that's shown towards Rocky, even in this, you know, when Apollo Creed's in the newspaper punking him and everything. Yeah. You know, the yeah. guy in the gym that's like, oh, that's all you could think of saying is oops. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I think part of that is the animosity. We've got 15 rounds for the heavyweight championship of the world. When the ring announcer is doing his thing, Mickey looks looks very calm. Here we go. At like second 42, 43. Just standing there with his arms behind he his does, back. Yeah. He does, like yeah. Very subdued and calm. They all look very calm. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of smiling even. Yeah. And he doesn't look as old as he's portrayed. Mm. Looks, looks somewhat younger. And then Apollo's wife looks like she's... She's pretty relaxed. Like she's like, oh yeah, this this is fun. Oh, with that smile on, yeah. she's got. She's like, 
stunning. Yeah, absolutely. And he, you know, Stallone himself is only about five nine, and Mickey standing next to him looks tiny even compared to him. Yeah, might be a little forced perspective, but <laughs> that's I mean, hard. He, yeah, hard to. It's it's hard for me to picture Mickey as a boxer. I know. Yeah, I like Jay's theory. He just shrunk over time. <laughs> Man, browns were really the color back then, weren't they? Yes. Yes, the 70s were <laughs> dominated by browns. Yeah. Marianne Creed and that the shirt, brown shirt under like a tan blazer. Yeah. Is it, is it, I, I, I don't know a ton about boxing. Is it common to have the, the corners painted like this, the black the corner, or the red corner? You know, yes, I, don't. I think so, right? Not, no, I want to say that um, the corners ha- are. Ha- are indicated by colors right yes but i don't think they're not painted. they're not painted differently yeah. so the corners yeah. all look the same but there's a black corner a red corner or blue and red whatever they <clears throat> yeah. say nowadays or white i think a white corner that that sounds familiar you really i mean if you want like boxing like technical boxing stuff you really picked the wrong group of dummies to be doing this <laughs> podcast because <laughs> we don't know <laughs> We're just speculating. Everything we say, but, you know, again, we have the microphones and you don't. So (laughs) if you want to get technical about boxing, start your own podcast. (laughs) All right. I told them, Pete. You got them. You sure did. (laughs) There are a lot of old ladies in this crowd. There are. But again, are they just (laughs) 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 40-year-olds? That look old? I don't know. Or was, yeah, it was like, we're old ladies, big, just... Generally, big boxing fans in the seventies. You know, they might have been older, young. Just a lot of female fans here. Yeah, old school seventies gals just uh, want to see the carnage. It is an interesting mix too of like people wearing suits and dress nicely, and people wearing t-shirts. And mm-hmm. have you ever come home from work or anything and just like lounged around the house with your tie undone? <laughs> no, no, and your no. trousers? No, still wearing your slacks? <laughs> nope. You watch that in like old sitcoms, like yeah. Happy Days. Like, yeah. yeah, Mr. Cunningham always came home and just stayed in his shirt and tie and slacks. Yeah. And you're right. just like, why don't you change to something comfortable? Yeah, sweats. <laughs> Indiana Jones made a t shirt. Like, I'm wearing. But it's, it's, everything was a lot more formal back then, it seems, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like, like trying to imagine Mr. Cunningham like coming home and putting on some sweatpants and like a hoodie. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, it was really, really cold. I worked and it was freezing out and I wore. Like thermal, like the thermal under uh-huh. my work. And then I came home, I just took my work off, and I just stayed in the thermal underwear. <laughs> They're so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned sweatpants and a hoodie, Pete, and that's like, you know, the, the relaxer's uniform right, right? there. Yeah. And you, that's what and, I'm wearing right now. And you would think. With my Indiana Jones minute shirt underneath. <laughs> uh, enough. And you think like um like when you're wearing when you're dressed up like if you go to a funeral or a wedding or some kind of event where you have to wear a suit and tie or whatever like the whole time you're thinking like I can't wait to go home and get this off yeah. and get into mm-hmm. my sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, back in the day the fathers used to just stay dressed up all night. Stay that? Yeah. As they're doing the fight introductions, they you know, a couple of cuts to Apollo where he's just fixated on Rocky, mm-hmm. just stone faced. So Rocky here is weighing in at two hundred and two pounds. I think he was 200 pounds last fight. Okay. okay. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just I'm guessing, too. I, I should have probably looked that up. But um, how, how tall did you say he is? He's roughly 
five nine, five ten. Wow. Depending. Yeah, wow. he's 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 a little guy. By the way, there's no freaking way that he's anywhere near two hundred pounds. If he's like five nine, that's what I'm trying to think. That's like pure muscle, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he's no way five. He's like all throughout these movies, they he's always hovering around two hundred. Uh huh. And even when he's you know Rocky three, when he's really super lean. I think they weigh him in at 190 something there. There's no friggin' way. Right. Because it's a guy that that tall. How tall is he? With that much lean mass, he's like 5'9 or 5'10. And Rocky 3, I don't I bet he's no heavier than 175. Yeah. Maybe even we'll discuss that when we later. Get there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Next season. Uh so the intro Rocky and I guess that is Oh, they don't even intro him. They're during the he's in the middle of the, you know, introduction. The great fighting city of Philadelphia. I love that. See, when I when I hear that, I just think like beating up Santa Claus. But I guess that means a lot of great <laughs> fighters came from there. Or driving. No, it, it used to be a lot of fights there. It was a it yeah. Was a, you know, not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you've never. When was the last time a, a top main event boxing match was somewhere other than Madison Square Garden or Las Vegas? Uh-huh. That's pretty much it right now. Eh? Hmm. Yeah, they they used to have a lot of fights, not just at the Spectrum. Remember. If, like months ago, I was talking about a couple other fight venues. That they, it was like every weekend they had fights mm-hmm. in Philly. I guess that kind of brings us to the end of the week, huh? Yeah. Oh no, so sad. It is sad. Um, so, I, Pete, do you have you, anything else to say about Rocky? Rocky Two. Your feelings about it? No, Rocky Two was. Uh, I think it's, I was still at that age where it was still just had that magic for me. Mm-hmm. And while I love the later movies, I think this was the end of. <laughs> it, 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 this was still it hadn't become a formula yet to me yeah this this is still like artistic yeah uh, yeah filmmaking and i really like you know the next two but they they definitely feel like a different kind of movie yep that's uh more um comic book like yeah if we can say and yeah like rocky all of a sudden became a superhero yeah <laughs> yeah well um yeah i mean we got uh, a whole hiatus to get through before we have to start tackling rocky three so mercifully so uh, <laughs> yeah so one final time uh indiana jones minute national lampoon's vacation days anything else you want to plug no i was recently on uh the mogwai minute with i think last week's guest neil christopher marcus brown mm-hmm. <laughs> great guy and uh they got a great podcast yeah. all about all about gremlins which is maybe the best christmas movie um yeah and they're they're in the thick actually kind of rounding out gremlins too at this point yeah aren't they? yeah yeah, so uh, go catch up on the Mogwai Minute. Yeah, I, I'm going to be featured on this season. I have a recording scheduled this weekend. Nice. So uh, if anybody cares to hear more of me, I don't know why you would. Because <laughs> I'm not the greatest of all time. Temper your expectations, everybody. <laughs> I, I want to hear Jason on more podcasts. I'm a very busy man. Very, very <laughs> busy. busy shit. <laughs> I got a kid. I got responsibilities. <laughs> Well, you're going to hear Jason on the Into the Night Minute, right, Jay? We're doing that. And, yeah, block. and Blazing Saddles. Blazing oh, yeah. Saddles, yeah. Nice. Schedule Saddles. Wilder Ride Fellers. I'm, I'm like so... <laughs> <laughs> like we're doing some Into the Night, too, so... Yeah. There's a lot to catch up on. In fact, why don't you go over to moviesbyminutes.com, where you will find the comprehensive list of all the movies that got the minute-by-minute treatment. Um. Some are done more original than others. Like we do one minute at a time. Some do five minutes at a time or two minutes at a time. Some release once a week, three times a week. 
Um, but there's a lot of movies. What, what well over a hundred and what in the teens? A hundred in the teens? Probably, yeah, or, or even more by this point. But go check it out. You'll find Indiana Jones Minute and us and all the other ones we mentioned today and prior to this and in the future. <laughs> it's insane how that list keeps growing. Yeah. Um, but our stuff is DuelingGenre.com. Pete's stuff is IndianaJonesMinute.com. We both have listeners groups on Facebook. You're the uh, Listener's Crusade. We're yep. Mighty Mix. Come join us, support us, and uh, we, we have a lot of fun doing this. So uh, you will, too, if you come join the yes. conversations. Yeah. All right. Pete, thank you again for joining us. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Pleasure. Yeah, it always is. It's great talking to you. Yeah, you too. We'll see you in Portland. <laughs> All right. Everybody else, have a great weekend, and we'll see you on a brand new episode of Rocky Minute. What are we waiting for? Take us! I wonder if those are pickup shots. I got, I got to jump in here for one second. <laughs> <laughs> My wife always says things wrong. Like, uh, you're, I putting, hope she ever you're putting this on a podcast now. So. <laughs> I, I hope she, I hope she never listens to this. But <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's a combination. I, I, I might be able to blame this on on texting like like spell check or like whatever mm-hmm. that's whatever but she always says things wrong you know english is not her first language she's only been in the country like 17 years but english it took her a long time to learn english or whatever but um so my kids at the doctor right now because he's been having some cold symptoms or whatever so she she writes back so she goes uh He's there for a cough. He's had a cough for like a week. And a little stuff he knows, whatever. She goes, oh, his throat looks good. His lungs sounded good. She said everything was fine, but he does have an ear infection. And I said, really? And she goes, yeah, it's virtual instead of viral. <laughs> so she goes, it's virtual. <laughs> she goes, it's virtual. So then I'm right back. Well, then we don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> Just tell him to take the, the take headset the off. off. It'll be fine. <laughs> He's got a virtual ear infection. So, so then nothing's wrong with him. Oh, God, that was funny. <laughs> It's virtual. (laughs) All right, back to Rock.